This is part four of a series I've entitled Dream Big. And the purpose of this is to get you to start to see yourself differently because you've been placed on this planet for a reason. You have something on the inside of you that not just the world needs, but you need. And many times we're not dreaming for multiple reasons. But in this series, I'm not going to get too far into the, the actual meat of this quite yet, but the what I'm doing in this series is I'm breaking down the word dream, D-R-E-A-M. So far, we've D, decided to change, R, rethink, or we, we've gotten to a place where we can rethink who God is and involve him in our life, not be afraid of, of what he might do, but realize that maybe we need to rethink who he is and his involvement in our life and in our world. And now today is E, expect. We need to raise our expectations in life because, again, you are put on this planet for a reason. You are made on purpose for a purpose. But many times our expectation is too low. And I think there's many reasons why we set the bar too low and we're not expecting certain things to come to pass in our life. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's roll the intro. What's up, everybody? My name is Clint Zeller. This is Rethink. If you haven't done so already, do me a favor, click the subscribe button, like this video, see that thumbs up turn, the most beautiful shade of blue you've ever seen in your life. You don't believe me? Try it for yourself. <laughs> also, if, you, if I say something in here that sparks a thought or you just wanna let me know something, hopefully a positive thing, let me know in the comment section below. When you interact with these videos, it helps the YouTube YouTube algorithm and it gets these messages out in front of more people. So I greatly appreciate your interaction. If you're listening to this on any of the podcast platforms, leave me a five-star review. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And it does the exact same thing. It gets this message out there. All right, well, let's get started in today's episode. Expect, raise your expectations. When we were having kids, our first daughter, we have three kids, uh, two girls and a boy. And when we were expecting our first child, I started to read all these different books on parenting. And I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm not a huge fan of these types of books many times because it they, they all think that their way is the right way. And I've come to realize that there's many ways to raise kids and there's many right ways to raise kids. But I did come across one book. It was called Contending for the Heart, I believe it was called. Contending of the Heart? Contending for the Heart. And I, I believe Jim Ertle is the author. And that book was different because it didn't just talk about how to raise your kids, but it was more about the big picture of things. And he talked about a number of different things throughout the book. But the thing that I took away most is how you approach your children. Now, this episode is not about raising children, but stay with me for just a moment because what he said was many times we drop our expectation of our kids and we say things like, oh, we're just going through the terrible twos or she's just dramatic or he's got an anger problem and on and on and on these excuses go because our kids are acting a certain way. 
But if we raise our expectation of our children, then they start to live up to that expectation. So, of course, I take that information and I have my two-year-old daughter and I say, I'm expecting you to earn your keep. You're going to go mow the grass. You're going to wash clothes, dishes. No, of course, I didn't I didn't do that. But I, I didn't settle for less just because my kids were a certain age. And, and as I raised my expectation, we were able to avoid a lot of things. We're, we've never been the, the cry it out family. I, we've been the, you need to not let your emotions run the show type of family. So when my kids were flipping out, I say, hey, hey, it's okay to have emotions. I'm not saying don't have emotions, but we have to learn to control our emotions. And as we took that approach with our kids and raised our expectations and, and we didn't make excuses for our children, they were able to control themselves better. And I started to think as I started to see this come to pass in our kids, we right around that same time, we became youth pastors. And I started to do the same thing with our youth group. I didn't talk down to our, our teenagers. I, I spoke to them like peers. I, I spoke to them like friends, like we were equals. I mean, it's not like I was over them anyway, but what happens is many adults start to talk down to teenagers because they haven't lived life. They, they haven't experienced anything. So of course they're gonna do dumb things. And, and when we treat, teenagers that way and expect them to act certain ways, well, they're going to act certain ways. But whenever we were youth pastors, I, I just, I raised my level of expectation. I talked to them like I would talk to anybody in my life. And guess what happened? The teenagers started to change and live up to that certain level of expectation. And it, it's so simple but so profound because if it's true about little kids that we don't have to settle for less just because they're certain ages and it's true about teenagers, we shouldn't expect less of them because they haven't lived life a certain way. What if we raised the expectation of ourselves? What if rather than settling for less in our lives, we started to expect more because we know who we are and we know the power that we possess and we know that God is a presence in our life. What would happen? Because what I've noticed is many of us, we, we might start to dream, we, we start to dream big, but then when those dreams don't seem to be coming to pass in our lives, rather than change our approach, we lower our expectations. Rather than continuing to aim for the stars, we start to make excuses of why we are where we are. And we start to say things like, oh, I don't even want more finances in my life. I don't want to step into abundance financially. Or I, I can deal with the pain in my body. That's just part of getting older. Or my memory isn't what it used to be. It just comes with the territory. And on and on and on, we start to make excuses of why we are where we are rather than set our expectations higher and say, I know I'm not seeing it out in front of me yet, but I'm going to do everything I can to see it on the inside of me, to see this dream on the inside of me. And there's different ways to do it. But I think the first step in raising your expectation 
would be to learn to meditate on the truth of who you are and who God is. And I know meditation has a weird rap because we, when we think of meditation, we're thinking of some monk somewhere and with his legs tied up in a pretzel and home, home. And it, it's become a kind of a weird thing for some people. But all throughout the Bible, it talks about meditating, meditating on God's word. And all that means is to fix your thoughts upon it. So what do you do? You, what I do is I have to get to a place of rest. Jesus talks about getting into your prayer closet. That doesn't mean you go and hide out in your coat closet in your hallway or, <laughs> or in your bedroom closet. It just means to get in a place where you, you're shutting out all the noise. You're not distracted. Leave your phone somewhere else. Turn it off or, or set it in another room. Don't have any distractions and just rest. Rest in the fact that God is good and he has placed everything you'll ever need on the inside of you. Everything you'll ever need. The power of God that raised Christ from the dead is on the inside of you. So you get in a place where you can fix your mind on those things. And then another way to do it is, well, let, let me go to this. I, I haven't even referred to this yet, but this is Hebrews 11, 1. It says, Now faith, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Seen. <laughs> the faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. That phrase there, things hoped for, means a positive expectation. So faith is not hoping that things work in, in your favor. It's expecting them to. It's Faith is a substance of things hoped for. Faith is a positive expectation of eternal salvation. It's realizing that your performance doesn't have to keep you from experiencing salvation in your life. Salvation isn't about a distant future thing. Salvation is something you can experience now. It's everything you'll need. It's completeness. It's wholeness. It's it's abundance in every area of your life. That's financial, that's emotional, that's physical. Every aspect of your life we're meant to experience on a different level, a, a level that the world has never seen before, has never experienced before. And I really like the amplified version of this. It says, now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed. The title deed it just means that you are in ownership of these things. You already are a possessor of these things. So faith is expecting it, not because you're hoping that you can receive it. It's coming to the realization that you're already in possession of these things, the things we hope for, being the proof of the things we do not see in the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. So the senses are what you see, taste, smell, touch, feel. And so right in front of you, it might not look like this is a reality. It might not sound like it's a reality. You might not be able to feel these things like they're a reality, but they, we have to get to a place where our expectation is so high, it doesn't matter what we see in front of us. It, we're seeing past those things. And... 
I won't go there right now because this would be an hour-long episode, but there's a story where Jesus feeds the 5,000 and it says it's 5,000 men. So it's not even including the, the women and children in this story. And it, they, all they had to feed these people, and, and some scholars say it was up to 20,000 people that were in this, this group of people, uh, in this group. So all they had was five loaves of bread and two fish. And it says that Jesus, looking up to heaven, blessed the food. And we could read over this and say, okay, he prayed for the food. Thank you, God, that this is blessed nourishment to our bodies and all this stuff that we say. But in the Greek, it actually, that, that phrase, he looked up, means to see past or to look again. So what he was doing was not looking at it with his five senses. He was seeing past the lack and seeing it the way that God sees it. He was seeing the circumstances, or he's seeing past the circumstances and seeing it in the in a way that God sees it. He was using faith to look at these things. And what happened? A miracle happened. Everyone was fed. Everyone was fed. All about 20,000 people were fed off of five loaves and two fish. And they weren't even fed, not just fed. It says there was 12 baskets full left over because God is about abundance. We are meant to live not just to where our needs are met, but of a life of abundance because then we can give to other people. We have to get our expectation level to a place where, yeah, you're blessed, but you can be blessed or you can be a blessing to other people. It's not just, I, I said this, I think in the last episode where it's, we're not just blessed to be a blessing, but we are blessed to be a blessing. But we have to start by saying, I can't give what I don't have. So in order for me to be a blessing to others, I have to experience God's blessing. I have to experience these things in my life for myself. And as you do that and you step into this, guess what happens? There's an abundance I have big time dreams. When I'm, when I'm talking about this stuff, I'm talking to me just like I'm talking to you. And one of my driving forces, you could say, is I want to be able to, to purchase someone a vehicle and I want to be able to, to give someone a home. I normally wouldn't say this. I cannot believe I just said it in front of all of you because sometimes we just got to, I, I like to keep my dreams within my inner circle, but hey, here we are. But that's a dream that I have. Now, how in the world am I going to be able to buy someone a car or purchase someone a home if I'm not blessed? Because I, I wanna get to a point, and I'm going to get to a point where I, I can do these things and I don't even have to think twice about it. It's not like, oh no, what do I have to give up in order to bless this person? No, I'm giving out of the abundance. Y'all wait and see. That's going to happen. But that's, that's the expectation we have to have in life. We have to get to a point where I'm not hoping that I'm healed. I'm expecting the results of what's in me to come to pass in my life. I'm not hoping to have a financial breakthrough. I'm expecting to because God calls me successful. Doesn't matter what I see out in front of me. I'm resting in the fact that this is what God has for my life, and I'm expecting it to happen. There's a verse, this is Habakkuk 2.2 in the message translation. 
you rest, and then you write this stuff down. Write it down so you can see it, so you can read it. It says, oh, I got to put it up. Habakkuk 2.2, and then God answered, write this. Write what you can see. Write what you can see up here. Don't write what's in front of you. Write, see past those things. Write what you can see in your mind. Write it out in big block letters so that it can be read on the run. This vision, this vision message is a witness pointing to what's coming. It aches for the coming. It can hardly wait, and it doesn't lie. If it seems slow in coming, wait. It's on its way. It will come right on time. <laughs> that is so good. You don't see it right in front of you? Keep, just wait. See it up here. Write it down. Rest, write it down, and wait. It's going to come to pass. And don't, don't just write it down, but speak it, read it out loud. Faith comes by hearing, even if it's your own voice. So you, you, you rest, you start to get this vision on the inside of you, this God-given dream, write it down, keep a journal, print out pictures and put them all over the place on, on a, a poster board or, or wherever on the background of your phone, keep the vision in front of you and then speak it. Speak it out loud because as you're seeing it, as you're writing it or feeling it, you could say, as you're, and as you speak it, you're building up your faith. You're building up your expectation of these things coming to pass in your life. This is awesome. This is so good because if we could get to that point where we're more shocked when it doesn't happen than when it does, that's where we want to be. I look at things all the time, and of course, not everything in my life is where I want it to be. I'm not in a place right now where I can do the things that I just told you I can do or that I want to do, but I'm, I can see it, and that's the driving force behind it. So it's not about just me experiencing abundance in my life, financial abundance, but it's about being at a place where I can do these things, and I don't even miss a beat. It's not even tough. I don't even have to question it. Oh, is this you? Is this you, God? No, just do it. it. Just just pay off someone's car. Just pay their rent for a month. Pay their grocery bill for a month so they can experience a, 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 a portion of their life where they're not wondering where they're gonna, how they're gonna pay their bills. And then they can start to step into something and they can start to, to, to rest and to dream and, uh, and raise their expectation on life. That's, that's where I want to be. That's where I hope you want to be. So decide that you want to change. Decide that enough is enough. Rethink God's presence in your life, that he's with you in the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Nothing you can do can change that. And that will cause an expectation to rise on the inside of you. A dream will start to take place. And that dream, that expectation is going to be, it's going to seem impossible. That's how I know this stuff is a God thing. I know that this is a God-given vision because it's not about me just living the good life. It's me expecting to do something for people that I, I can never do on my own. That's good. 
So that's all I have in this episode today. Thank you so much for spending a portion of your day with me today. If you could do me a favor, leave me a comment below. Tell me what you thought about all this. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, share this video with your friends, your family, and your enemies. And until next time, rethink everything.